Texas will remind you that Chicago ain't got nothing on it. It is freaking cold. So, I learned my lesson there. <laughs> I learned my lesson there. So, that was for you folks that was listening live. That is not on the recorded version of Anchor.fm. I apologize, but I'm not going to do that joke again. All right. Tomorrow, I'll remember to just go ahead and turn it on. <laughs> I just don't like rerunning jokes. All right. It's not the same. But good morning. 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 My name is Kathy Broxson. This is the LUTG radio show on LUTGradio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcast. And we're also live on the radio 107.4 FM. I know I've been trying out different stations just to see. Uh, what's what it's kind of like church you know whatever is open is what we pick um this particular one well i like this one so we're gonna stick with it amen to god be the glory amen amen thank you jesus i'm hoping and believing jesus jesus amen ah so what we're doing today, you know, today is John 14 and 12. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. You know what today is. I rested. I woke up like an old lady in the middle of the night three, four times. I'm thinking, is it six o'clock? Is it three o'clock? No, girl, it was 12. It was one o'clock. I'm like, oh, no. You know, I used to see your grandma wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, hi, baby. What you still doing up? Why are you still awake? Oh, grandma got to go to the bathroom. I got a tinkle. <laughs> uh, and uh, you was thinking to yourself, that ain't going to be me. I am not going to be waking up in the middle of the night from a good sleep to go pee. Uh-uh. My bladder's strong. Well, my bladder's strong, but I have this thing where I go, look, if I got to pee, I'm getting up and I'm going to pee. That's it. Why? Because that's how you keep a healthy bladder. (laughs) You only hold it in absolute emergencies. Let's say you on the expressway and you in traffic and ain't no, you can't move to the right or to the left. You can't go backwards. You can't go forwards and you got to pee. Okay. That's an emergency. You will to have to hold it. Now, I know some of y'all be like, no, I keep a can in the car. I got a bottle for that. Ew. But I ain't going to, I ain't hating on you. I ain't hating on you. Y'all do what you got to do. Amen. I understand. That ain't me. <laughs> I mean, really, unless you 10 years old and you in the car with your mama and mama gives you permission to pee in a cup <laughs> and toss it out the window or toss it on the side. You don't do that. That happened to me one day. We was on a trip. We was going on some like a little vacation trip. And uh, I had to pee really bad. She's like, I told you not to drink that much uh, soda. I was like, but I'm so thirsty. Now I got to pee. And she made my brothers turn their head. And she goes, pee in the cup. <laughs> pee in the cup. And pour it. I'm going I'm to stop the car. You could... And you you want to just empty it out on the side, on the side of the road. 
So if y'all wonder why the side of the road smell like pee, it's a bunch of 10 little 10 year old little girls pee along the side of the road. <laughs> Probably some 10 year old boys too. Ain't no telling. Look, like when you gotta go, you gotta go. Amen. But a bunch of ten year old kids pee on the side of the road. <laughs> we were on vacation. What happens in va- on vacation stays on vacation. <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. That's so funny. Uh, we were not the richest people in the world. Matter of fact, um, I would not even call us rich, but uh, you would consider us middle class. And so we would go on vacations and I loved it. I mean, kids, I'll be honest with you. Kids, we don't care where we go as long as, you know, mom is there. Mom and dad is there. It's good. That's a vacation right there. Why? Because they always at work. You come on where mom at? She at work. She just left. You get up in the morning. Where mama at? She, she's sleeping. She just got off work. Don't bother. Don't wake up. So you you get home. You be like, okay. You go look at her schedule. You like, okay, this is her work schedule. She said, this is what she gonna be at work. And this week she not gonna do overtime. But this is when she this is when she working. So you go look at the schedule. You like six seven years old. Oh, you looking at the schedule? Okay. Now you that's right. At six and seven, you learn how to read a work schedule. And you go, okay, 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 okay. All right. So I'm in, and then you and you gotta add in the sleep time. You can't just think, okay, I'm a I'ma hang out with mama. I'm gonna read her, I'm gonna read my book to her <laughs> when she I'm gonna read my book to her when she get home. Why? Because she's gonna be like, okay, baby. And then she's gonna be nodding off. You want mama to hear every word you say, right? You want to hear every word, so you got a plan when she gonna be up. <laughs> so that's what we do. We would read the work schedule, and then we would add in her sleep time. We wouldn't even, you know, we would fix our own. She she trained us to cook our own breakfast. You know, she would cook. You know, as long as she wasn't sleepy, because you should never cook when you're sleeping, because you could hurt yourself or burn down the house. Um, and so she taught us how to cook. And how to how to cook for ourselves so we wouldn't starve, and so uh, we couldn't turn on the stove unless an adult, you know, was up and awake. Um, but for the most part, we could cook. You know, you had to be older to turn on the stove, and so she would teach us how to make stuff in like uh, on a toaster. You know, how to make the cereal and whatnot, right? Because back then we ain't had no microwave. Microwave, man, look, you get caught using a microwave, you can't cook. No, just. <laughs> and so anyway, um, you you couldn't do that. So, but my grandma was the type of person. She like you too. You can stand on the stool, child. You start to learn how to cook. And so at two years old, I was washing dishes and frying chicken. And so I had an idea of what 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 you needed to do, but I wasn't like fully you know aware. But my mom taught us how to make breakfast. She taught us how to make eggs and sausage and pancakes. And so, <laughs> and so that's what we do: make eggs and sausage. Put the little brown and served sausage in the pan and let it cook. You know, and she taught us how to read the packages too. So you read the instructions so you can see. But you know, you ready to get brown? 
You know, you don't put no grease in it. You know, for the pancakes, you put a little, a little bit of grease. You know, and when they get brown on one side, you know, and then you flip it over. And so she taught us how to take care of ourselves and how to cook because she knew she was tired. And she knew them boys was going to be running. So you can't really depend on them to cook <laughs> unless they was hungry. <laughs> and so she taught them how to cook, too. And so we were playing our we were playing our um our intervent our interactions with her according to when she would be refreshed. So you gotta wait till she refreshed. <laughs> so you let her get her sleep and then you go, you just bombard her. Hey Ma <laughs> Can you imagine six kids bombarding her? You refreshed? You you good? Yeah. I got a pedo. Move out the way. <laughs> funny ah oh, kids kids do what they gotta do they know when mommy is refreshed when she when she good <laughs> you're like all right and occasionally we would try and make her breakfast um but you know kids will eat their own cooking but when you try and serve other people you got to make sure that it's done right but she was always a good trooper and she ate it. <laughs> we got better as we got older. <laughs> oh, but she was a good trooper. Sometimes it came out burnt. But my brother Greg was really good at cooking. And so he would uh he would, you know, help us or sometimes he would make the food. <laughs> Until we learned how to do it better. He would uh help us make her breakfast. <laughs> To be honest with you, I think he was probably her favorite. I really do. I think he was her favorite. <laughs> she used to tell us, I ain't got no favorites. All of y'all are my favorites. And then she would wink at one of us. Like, ah, we saw that. <laughs> That's funny. That is way too funny. Anywho, Jesus loves you, beloved. Jesus loves you. We're going to go ahead and put on, we're going to open up in prayer and put on the whole armor of God. I just thought I would entertain y'all for a minute. Uh, Just because I know God loves you and I know you love your mamas and whatnot. Some of y'all don't have a mama that's alive, but you got like a mother figure. It's okay. Because, you know, they cool too. And some of y'all uh, mothers are probably sick right about now. Some of you are young and some of you are not. You know that um, if she don't know that she got the power to speak life into herself, you got the power to speak life into her and to tell her to live and to not die. Look, the enemy is already coming upon her anyway. Tell him, yeah, girl, you better submit. Go ahead and die, girl. Yeah, girl. You know this cancer is kicking your butt. You know this thing is kicking your butt. You be like, do this. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> Anytime you say something to Spanish people, yeah, not all of them, but to the ones I grew up around, Fluffy noticed. And this is one of Fluffy's jokes, but it's true. He's a he, he would say something to one of them and it wouldn't be right, <laughs> or they didn't agree with it. <laughs> they would go nah. 
And so I want you to start saying no to the devil. If your parents, one of your parents is sick or your spouse or your kids, I want you to start saying no to the devil. Say no, you can't have them. And start telling them, say I'm healed. Just say, whatever their name is, say, say you are healed. That's in Matthew 6, 9 and 10. And Jesus said to say, say I'm healed. So tell them you are healed. Rebuke that sickness. Say sickness in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you and I command you to come out of their body and go to hell and do not return. Body, speak to their body. I command you to receive your healing and to stay whole. Amen. Glory to God. That don't mean they're going to live forever. We get 120 years. That means that they're going to live. They're going to finish raising you, finish living out their life and their purpose. And then they're going to go to heaven healthy. Amen. Glory to God. You ain't got to give up the ghost just because your body's going, uh, the devil's on me. Say, no, the devil ain't got no rights to me. The devil ain't on me. Kick the devil out. Don't let the devil and these demons make a home in you. Let God keep his home in you. Amen. Salvation allows God to make a home in you, the Father and the Son. And where the Lord is, there is life. There is health. I, I did. What are we talking about here? Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Father God, I thank you for your peace, your joy, your honor, your hope. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 The Lord, you are, you are the, you are my strength and my joy. You are the source of my joy. You are the source of my strength. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All praise and honor and glory be to your name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all feel guilty, but because of the way you treated people in your past. And some of y'all are afraid of uh, talking to folks or whatnot, or you, you want to be able to continue to manipulate them, but you still want to be friendly. That's like oil and water. They don't mix. The more you try and control other people, the less control you have over yourself. You heard me? The more you try and control other people, the less control you have over yourself. And when it comes down to it, the only person God's going to ask you about when you get to heaven is you. What did you do with your life? How did you treat other people? Why should I let, why should I let you into the kingdom of heaven? Why should I let you into my rest, into my peace? And get this, you won't even be able to answer. You know what's going to answer for you? All your actions. Your life is going to answer for you. And at that point, it's going to be by the blood of Jesus and the mercy of God that allows you in. But if you are not saved, the blood cannot speak for you. If you are not saved, the blood can't speak for you. Then it requires the mercy of God. Mm. The mercy of God. The mercy of God. God says that he'll have mercy upon whom he will have mercy. That means not everybody get his mercy. 
I do not want to be in a situation where I got to wait for the king to decide whether or not he going to cut a baby in half and give, one, give the top half to this mother and the, and the bottom half to that mother. Why? Because that's your baby. You don't want your baby cut in half. You would rather the king give your child away and let somebody else raise it than to have your baby cut in half. That's a Bible story, y'all. Love yourself enough that you will give God your heart, that the blood of Jesus will be able to speak for you, that you'll be able to enter into God's rest. Some of you went around saying, Jesus ain't real. You called him a punk. Ooh, God heard that. He heard it. He heard it. He heard it. Probably did one of them little Will Smith laughs. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> but Jesus forgave you. The Lord forgave you. But don't go around calling him a punk. Don't call him a punk because that means to be less than. He ain't no punk. That means a punk is something with no value, no worth. Jesus saved the whole world. So that's the end of my prayer. Don't call Jesus no punk. Don't act like you ain't got no sense. It's better to say, Jesus, man, look, if you're real, then show me. I'm the show me state. Show me. I need to see with my eyes. I need an encounter with you, Lord. Show me. It is better to say show me than to call him a punk because you don't understand. It's better to say show me. I'm not going to go. Look, I hear y'all. I'm not going to say every word y'all say. Like I said, control yourself, not me. I hear you, but I'm going to ignore you right now. Because what we going to do? We put in on the whole armor of God. You know how to pray for yourself. I just told you how. Say, I am healed. That is for physical healing as well as mental healing. Mental illness is a demonic spirit. And sometimes there's multiple ones. And sometimes y'all are hearing like 50 different people. And it sounds like a crowd in your head. Tell a crowd to disperse because if they, if they was in your house eating up your food, you would say, get the freak out my house and drop my food. Get out. That means they in your if they in your mind, that means they eating your spiritual food. Because how are you going to hear from God if you got 50 million, if you got 50 spirits in your house? Talking to them. Do this, do this, do this, do that, do this, do this, do this, do that. Ooh, watch out, watch out, watch out. That's what it sounds like, don't it? A bunch of different people having a conversation in your head trying to tell you right from wrong. This way, this way, up, down, left, right. And you get so you like, uh, which way do I go? And some of y'all get catatonic. Y'all don't do nothing. Y'all just stand there and look like, oh my God, oh my God, I cannot believe this is happening. Oh my God, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Kick him out. Tell him to go. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. That includes your mind. If anybody was in your house, laying up on your couch, watching your cable TV, 
ain't paid you no rent, don't live there, ain't on the lease, eating your food, drinking your soda and your beer. You just went and worked 40 hours to buy that soda, to pay for that couch, to pay for the cable, pay for the apartment. You want to come home and sit down and get a soda and get some nachos with some hamburger and cheese and tomatoes and sour cream and you want to be able to sit and watch your own tv you might want to watch you some crazy ari melba i shouldn't call him crazy but you know them, them news stories be tripping you out like what the freak did they just confess to this dude i hate be getting them to confess but he do you want to watch you some some ari melba and watch the dimples go up and down you want to watch you watch you want to watch his wavy hair go what's up girl <laughs> you want to watch you some TV, but you can't because you got all these people in your house. They ain't paid you no rent. They ain't even asked if they could come over. They just came over. If anything like that was happening in your house, you would say, I don't care who you are. I don't care who invited you. You looking for your kids. Where your kids at? Where your husband at? Is your family over here? You like, who invited all these people in my house? Who? What the hell? And you running down all the names of your kids. Mary, Joseph, Janie, Sequita. Where y'all at? And you calling everybody front and center. Who gave any, who gave these people permission to be in my house? They own my lawn. You like, I don't give a freak who told you to come here. I'm, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Get out. Go. You got to bind those things up and tell them to get out. Get them out your head. They got to go. Your mind belongs to you. Your mind belongs to you. If anybody was in your house and you didn't want them there, you would tell them to go. Get out my house. And if <laughs> some of y'all be so angry, you won't even make them clean up before they leave. But oh no. Old school says, oh, hold up. What the hell? Clean up my house. My house wasn't dirty when you came up in here. Clean my house. Matter of fact, I know every one of y'all. You live down the street. I know your mama. Oh, heck no. I'm telling. I'm going to tell her what you did. Oh, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, oh no. I'm telling. Clean my house. <laughs> Get out. Ain't that what we do? We old school. We from the old neighborhood. You don't come up in nobody's house and trash their house. You know better. Because what we going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, look. Your child down here, they had a little party in my house and they down here. They done destroyed my house, child. They done just, I want you, I, to, and, and, and she like, he did what? Oh, he did. Oh, my daughter too? What? Oh, oh really? And now they done start making a chain call. They done connected the whole neighborhood of mothers and fathers on the phone. And they going, what? They did what? Oh, okay. Yeah. When they finish cleaning your house, send them home. We got something for them. We got something for them. You don't let evil stand in your house. 
That's what this putting on the whole armor of God is about. We standing against the wiles of the devil. All right. So if you would kick him out of your real house, out of the house where you lay your head, out of your natural house where you feed your babies, you feed your spouse and you feed yourself. Kick him out of your spiritual uh, home, out of your mind. You kick sin out of your mind. Don't let sin make a home in your mind or in your physical body. I, I know I'm going long on this, but I want y'all to understand this. You have a right to live. You have a right to die too, but it should be your choice. When you give up the ghost, it should be because God called you home or you decided, you know what? I finished the work and God said, it's okay if I come home. Life and death is in the power of my tongue. But ain't no mother going to leave their babies. Ain't no mother going to willingly leave their babies. Ain't no father going to willingly leave his wife with a bunch of babies. So that means that the enemy tormented them to the point that they felt like they had to go ahead and leave their own body. They were in so much pain. Forgive them. And break that generational curse. I break that generational curse. You got the power. It's in your mouth. All right. Luke 24, 45. We opening up the word of God. If I, if I, did I go too long on that? But do you understand what I said? Then I didn't go too long. You good. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Amen, amen, amen. Why y'all tripping on what I said about Ari Melber? His hair does look wavy and goes, what's up, girl? That's what his hair look like. It's just like a bunch of waves going, what's up? Hey. And when he smile, it just it's just cute. Okay, I can probably find somebody else that I can say that about, but it's a bunch of women on the network, so I'm not really, I, I can't look at them that way. I apologize. i probably go find somebody else on the dial to talk about like that. It would take me a minute because I don't really watch the other shows. I'm watching church, and to be honest with you, all the church people that I watch are married. So that would be inappropriate. So I'm choosing the one that's single. So shut up and go to Ephesians chapter six. I. Amen. Okay. Ephesians chapter six, verse 10 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 
Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18 and 19. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. No, I cannot hear every one of y'all. I cannot. I can. I heard that. But no, I told y'all before. I can't hear every one of y'all. Some I only hear as God opens it up. I and mean, God is funny sometimes. He'll let me. <laughs> he'll let me hear some of the things that y'all are saying. But he knows I don't like looking in on people. So I won't. And so sometimes he finds you funny. And he'll let me hear it because he thinks it's funny or he thinks he wants me to know something. But God, God, he got jokes. The Lord got jokes. So I only hear as he allows me to hear. I don't go and try and hear. I don't go and try. I'm only trying to hear his voice. That's the only voice I'm really listening for. I'm only listening for him. Y'all are just like a side attraction. No offense. And, you know, it's only according to what he want me to hear. Otherwise, I'm not listening I'm only trying to hear him. Yo, Kathy, I right here. Okay, Kathy. Okay, do this, do this, do that. And it's not it's not a whole lot of do this, do this, do that. It's I already gave you instructions. What you doing? All right. So anyway, we're going over to Numbers six twenty four through twenty seven. <clears throat> Amen. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine. Uh, I apologize. God does give you exact instructions when he wants you to do something. Amen. Especially if you don't understand. All right. So here we go. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. 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 I put this in. Oh. Hold on one second. I want y'all to go to Psalms 91 because I need to go there too because evidently my thing did not pull up correctly. And let's find out why because I misspelled it. Let's see here. <clears throat> amen, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right, so we're going to figure out why this is not rolling. One, two, three, four, Jesus Christ loves you. The Lord is at your door singing glory, hallelujah. Don't you want to be forgiven of all of your sins? Man, 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 Jesus came to save your soul amen 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 i don't know what's happening today i'm having a little tech issues here jesus came to save our soul oh i truly did misspell that i i truly did my apologies i don't know some days i'm i because i'm i mean i've won spelling bees i don't know how sometimes i be misspelling some stuff but (laughs) 
I did. I misspelled it. Psalms is P-S-A-L-M. I put P-A-L-M. I put palm instead of Psalms. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world? Oh, my God. All right. So Psalms 91 he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Whew. Amen. That was a mouthful. All right, go with me to uh, the book of Isaiah. We still put on the whole armor of God. These are just reminders to you of what God will do for you. All right, Ooh. go to uh, Isaiah 54, verse 13 through 17. And yes, we read this every morning. Because as you read it, you, you put it before your eyes and in your ears, and it's going to come out of your mouth when you go up against something. When something come, up, when something come at you, you're going to be like, hold on, I got the whole armor of God. And you will start speaking that word. Amen. And the Holy Ghost going to be moving on your behalf. The angels of God going to come to your assist. Amen. Glory to God. Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. As you speak, the angels will move for you. Amen. You got to say something. Might as well put on the whole armor of God. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work and i have created the waster to destroy no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn this is the heritage of the servants of the lord and their righteousness is of me saith the lord amen amen to god be all the glory amen you got on the whole armor of god I am aware of what time it is, but congratulations. You got some word. 
You got the armor of God. And now I'm about to just, you know, let you clue you in on John 14 and 12 again, because today is Thursday. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed yourself at church. Um, are you listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting, we're on 107.4 FM in the DFW area. I love you. Amen. Okay, so, um, all right. Uh, pray for y'all pastors. Don't forget to pray for the fivefold ministry. Y'all know that be they'll be up there working and they be having to deal with husband and wives fighting at home. They be having to deal with, you know, rowdy kids, uh, business people coming in like, yo, pastor, I need you to come pray. You know, I need, I need you to pastor, pastor, cause business people go to church too. Uh, or they'd be like, yo, pastor, did you hear what happened? Did you hear what happened? Well, this is going on. We need to pray. What are we going to do about this? What we gonna... And so you got the families coming to the fivefold ministry. You got the business people coming. Yo, uh, got to get this done. Got to increase. I want to expand. Pray for this. What should I do? What does God tell you? I've been praying, but I've been asking God to get a word to you or get a guy, get, give me the word. Give me, a... they got like 10, 20 different people groups categories of people talking at them all the time all the time and then you got the ones that are not submitting but i'm gonna clue y'all in on something people don't submit because they're scared people don't submit to you because they don't they don't trust you that's why they don't submit you ain't show them nothing for a reason to submit you ain't their husband you're not their husband I'm going to clue you in. When I was uh, going to uh, New Dimension Christian Center over there in Chicago with Pastor Victor Santana. What's up, Victor Santana? <laughs> I'm laughing because that's from uh, that show, <laughs> that movie, Scarface. <laughs> anyway, he was a, he was an all right pastor. He's all right. He's all right. Um, uh, uh, anyway, that, that's church closed down, but, um, and so anyway, um, I was a, I was a new member over there and, uh, he kept saying stuff like, you don't submit. I'm like, didn't I just come to church? And so I didn't understand what that meant. I'm like, what you talking about submit? And I'm like, okay, I submit to the authority. I submit to my mom cause she's my mom. That's her title. She has a right to that. Submit to my father. That's his, you know, that's the authority or, you know. Mom and dad, I'm like, uh, mom, dad, school, teachers, employer, you know, you go, your employer, they hire you to come to work on time to do the work. You go to work on time. You do the work and you leave at the end of eight hours. You out of there. You don't owe them nothing else. And so I'm like, okay, well, I come to church on Sunday. I come, I listen, I give my tithes. Once I learned out what tithes was, I gave my tithes. Okay. And I volunteer and help you clean up the church. I'm like, uh, bruh, what the hell else is there? I ain't. Li- I was not lying. I kid you not. I was not lying. I'm like, man, I go to work and I give ten percent to God, cause you know you said God said so. I'm like, you said God said so, then God said so. He only wants ten percent. I get to keep ninety, and he gonna give me an increase a thirty six and hundred fold. They never really preach. Some churches don't preach a thirty six and hundred fold, but y'all should. That would help people to get a tithes. It really, it really would. 
Because if you realize that you are investing in something and an investment always reaps a harvest, then they'll be like, oh, look, 10 percent. I give you 20, bro. I get 30, 60 and 100 fold Bet, Yeah. And so I didn't understand that. I didn't understand. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not submitting. What are you talking about? I don't understand. You're not submitting. I'm like, see, I almost went straight on them. I was about to go, nigga, really? Are you for real? But I didn't say that. I was like, I was, you know, sometimes those words run across my mind. I'd be like, homie, what's up, bro? Are you for real? I just gave you 10% of my income. I showed up on time. I helped you clean the church. On, on a Saturday, bro. I could have been eating cereals in my bed with my man. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know how we do. We like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. I could have been playing with a dog on a Saturday morning. What are you talking about? And so he was also, uh, he was like, well, you know, you got a bit of an attitude. Uh, don't call, don't talk crazy and I won't have an attitude. Remember how you treat me is how I treat you. That's just, that's just the street. How you treat me is how I'm going to treat you. That's just street. That's what it is. We have all, everybody that's grown up in the city or in the suburbs, no matter who you are, I don't care how nice you are. If you re- you respond to how people treat you, unless the Holy Ghost comes upon you and puts a spirit of super nicety on you. But the normal for everybody else is we're going to treat you. We're going to give you what you give us. And so if you want people to listen to your every word and just say yes to whatever you say. That means you got to love them the way Jesus loves the church. You can't beat them down and say, you're going to listen to me. You're going to do whatever I tell you to do. Nah, bruh. We ain't your kids. Your kids are over there. We grown. Matter of fact, we older than you. Or we about the same age. Nah. We learned to pee and walk at the same time. No. You want some respect? Give it. You want some love? Show it. You see what I'm saying? You can't just expect people to bow down and just say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whatever you want, sir. No, nah, we ain't in the army. We ain't got to do that. We ain't got to do that. We ain't going to do that. Your average Joe ain't going to do that, bruh. It would take an act of God to get that to happen. And God is like, I'm I'm on their side. Uh, You ain't loving them. So, no, they ain't got to submit. Nope. Show don't. God commanded us to love the way Jesus loves the church. So if God commanded us to love the way Jesus loves the church and you ain't loving people the way Jesus loves the church, they can ignore you like a, a, a like a, a door-to-door salesman knocking on their door trying to sell beepers in 2022. Don't nobody need no beeper. We got a cell phone. We can ignore you completely like an old prophecy coming knocking at your door saying this is this is a prophecy from 1901 and it already happened. Uh, No, we 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 ain't got to open a door for that. All right. And so with pastors, uh, pastor, uh, uh, 
Victor and the other pastors. I didn't understand and I did learn to submit. But they had to learn how to be nice to me. And I wasn't talking about the, the dating portion of that. I was just talking about in your leadership role as a pastor. If you cannot show kindness to me, then you can you going to get what you sow. And so we had to learn how to be kind to one another. You see what I'm saying? And that's and that's that allows people to submit. When you are kind to people, they don't mind submitting to you. When you do your work, when you do what God tell you to do, they like, man, whatever you want, bro. Matter of fact, look, I'm going to just, you ain't even got to ask me. The church grass need to be cut. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to bring my lawn over here. You ain't even got to pay for the gas. I'm going to bring my lawn over here. I'm going to cut the grass. Now grass is probably like an acre long. Look, you like, look, I'll do that for you. I just want to bless the church. They're like, cool. All right. Oh, look, you know what? I noticed that the walls need painting, need some paint, need some fresh paint. Yo, I got you. I own a hardware store. I got you. Another guy be like, yo, I know the church can afford to do this, but I just want to bless you. I'm going to go ahead. I notice that that section over there need this, this, and this. I'm going to go ahead and do that for you. Don't worry about it. I got you. That's what love will get you. You ain't even got to ask for it. Them people will come to you and say, look, I see this and don't even worry about trying to get the church to pay for it. I'll pay for it. Um, let me just go and ask a few people that if they will, you know, if they want to volunteer and help and this, and they can learn a new skill while they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, you know, and some would be like, look, I'll just bring my own crew and I just want to bless the church. You know, you can let the church know, you know, after it's done, you know, that we did this if you want, but you know, you ain't even got to tell them. I, it don't matter to me. I just want to bless the church. That's submission. People ain't got to be licking your shoes. Submission is submitting unto unto God and God has to be with you in order for them to submit. So they're not building your house. They're building God's house. They're maintaining God's house, not your house. The church ain't your house. You heard me. The church ain't your house, pastor. That's God's house. Now, I'm not talking to Pastor Victor Santana. I'm just using him as an example because, you know, that was the submission thing. So what's up, bro? Look, this ain't about you. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so um, remember this. Pastors, fivefold ministry. The people will submit to you because they're submitting unto the Lord God Almighty, unto the power, the Adonai of God that is on you. But when they're looking at you, they ain't looking at you. They're looking at God. They're looking for the representation of the power of God on you. They're looking for the Holy Spirit of God on you. They're looking for the Jesus on you. It ain't about you. Take yourself out. You a middleman. Take yourself out. Because when you put yourself in, that's pride. And pride will fall. But when you take yourself out, and just let God do it. Let God, let God hear the conversation. Let God fill your mouth with the words. They'll submit all day, every day. All right? All day, every day. I used to volunteer. I used to go up to him and say, hey. And if I see something messed up in the church, I will go and fix it. He ain't, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, look. I saw this, I fixed it. All right, cool. And sometimes I wouldn't even tell him. I would just go do it. And we were all like that. We see something be like, we're just going to go fix it. Look. All right. So 
With that being said, John 14 and 12 go like this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto the father and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do that the father may be glorified in the son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Check this out, bro. It ain't about you. It ain't about you. I don't think I didn't hear about some of you pastors over there clowning. Y'all clowning like a big dog. <laughs> clowning. Lower your bark, son. Lower your bark. Because ain't nobody trying to hit that. Lower your bark. That's God's house. That ain't your house. You ain't made nothing. You go around telling people you're going to hurt them if they don't submit to you. You are, you going around oppressing their mind and filling them with all kinds of trash. God is going to hold you accountable for every soul, every person, every action. Repent. You need to submit to the Lord. You need to submit to God. Repent. Lest you go to hell, you and your whole family. That's right. I said your whole family. Because they love you so much, they following up right behind you. You leading them in the wrong way to go. I heard about it. God knows what you're doing. Repent. If you will love the way Jesus loves the church. I'm not talking about you, Pastor uh, Santana. You already know this. I already said that. I'm talking to all pastors and all the ones that are doing wrong. The ones that are doing right, they know. They're like, yep, you got to submit to God. Fear God. Fear God. Reverence the Lord. Fear God. When you fear God, you will love his people the way Jesus loves the church. And you ain't got to yell at them. You ain't got to scream at them. You get on the pulpit and you be screaming and yelling at them. That's like calling them a punk. They grown men. Hands of their own house. That's a, here's a good example. Let's say somebody come, some young man come to the door. For your daughter. And this boy done parked on your grass. Your finely cut grass that you was on your knees with some scissors trimming it down. You love your grass and you take care of it. You manicure your grass. And this little young man comes and parks his car on your grass. Trapes himself through your flowers and says, I want to talk to your daughter. You look at him, you go, uh, you, you, did you, uh, no, no, you cannot talk to my daughter. No. Well, she knows I'm, I'm coming over here. Don't you ever come back here again. Don't you ever come back here again. Matter of fact, when you see her in school, don't talk to her. When your daughter comes down. Was that for me? Nope. 
Sure wasn't. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Not happening. Why? Because he was disrespectful. He saw the he saw that the lawn was manicured. He saw that the flower the flower bed was well taken care of. Instead, he decided to trample over it. The way he tra- the way he parked on the grass and trampled the flowers is the same way he would treat your daughter. The way you are trampling over people is because that's the way you treat God. The way you treat God is the way you treat His people. The way you talk to him is the way you're going to talk to his people. Have you not noticed they ain't submitted? You're having to terrify them to get them to submit. That ain't submission, bro. Jesus is coming. He don't like what's happening. He just wants you to know that he's coming. So you have time now to repent or to deal with him. If I was you, wait, I'm not you. I don't want to be you. Repent. Repent. Jesus is coming. Kick the devil out your house. How did you let the devil in your house? Because you wanted power and authority. You wanted to be the big man. Well, the big man became the big man by submitting to God. And loving the people the way Jesus loves the church. That's how you become the big man. The head honcho. That's why people call certain people boss. Yeah, boss. Yeah, boss. Whatever you want, boss. Why? Because every time he talks to them, he says, this is for God. We doing this for God. We doing this for God. And then they go, yeah, we doing this for God. We doing this for God. See, that pastor knew. Let me take myself out of this situation because this ain't my building. This ain't my building. These are not even my, my children. These are God's children. God just gave me them to nurture and to, and to raise up and to bless. But these are God's children. This is God's house. And so he tells them, this is God's house. And he got to take care of God's house. And he does it with love and submission unto the Lord. You got to submit to God. That's the only way you going to get the blessings of the Lord. That's the way you get that submission. You must submit first to the Lord God Adonai, the great I am, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how you get people to submit when you submit. They will see that submission like a little child can see that that daddy has been saved. Their daddy went from hell to salvation. People will be able to see that you have submitted to the Lord God Almighty. And they'll see it in your face and they'll also see it. And they'll hear it in your words and your actions towards them. You can't fake it. That's why you're having trouble now. But if you will submit to God, they will submit to you. If you will submit to Jesus, they will submit to you. See, God will begin to move on your behalf and speak to people on your behalf. When you submit to the Lord, all right, submit to God. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the time. This is an offering of salvation for anyone who wants deliverance from sin. In the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for our sins so that we would not have to, giving us forgiveness and a way back to the Father. 
John 3, 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but want to, repeat this prayer confession after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. I say that too fast. My apologies. I told you we're running fast. So, um, the prayer is on LUTGRadio.com under the resource page. Amen. And uh, your submission saying that you want to be saved. And as I was saying the prayer, you receive your, your forgiveness. Amen. What do you do now? You take authority over your life. You speak to any sickness in your life. And you command it to leave your body. You command your body to receive its healing. You mothers and fathers out there, you spend all this time praying and praying and believing God and believing God and believing God, praying and praying and believing God and believing God and believing God. Keep believing God. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When you try and move like Job did, you're telling God that he is of no effect and that he can't help you. Don't be like Job. Well, you got to go. You got to wait for God or your family. Your whole family is taken out by the devil. And then you got to and God, God bless Job with a whole new family, but he lost the ones he was praying for. Jesus came to save the ones you praying for. Trust God. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11 and 1. You know this already. Don't let no part of you give up on Jesus. Take the 10-week foundation course. It's free. Also under the resource tab on LUTGradio.com. And um, I pray that God will give you a church home to go to. Amen, Lord God. I pray to every person listening, uh, whether now or in the future, 
or listen to a recording, that they'll uh, find a church home, that you'll lead them to a church home that teaches the Bible uh, from the Holy Bible in spirit and in truth. And that hear the Lord God Almighty that are you, that are saved. Amen. Uh, because there's people out there that are teaching the Bible and they ain't even saved. I pray that you'll lead them to a church where the pastor and the teachers and the leaders are saved in the name of Jesus. And they're teaching from in spirit and truth, baptized in the Holy Ghost, teaching in spirit and in truth. Believe the words that they're teaching. Amen. And I submit it to you 100%. Glory to God. Continue taking authority over your life. My name is Kathy Brox, LUTGradio.com.